it's it's pretty all right. It's just You're okay. Cool. No, no. You're a sweet boy. I'm just. I've just discovered that hand is the biggest Kleenex. Hand is the biggest Kleenex. That's your equation. It's really gross. That's, I'm sorry. That's what you'll be known for, like someone on the audience is gonna be like, "Hey, fuck you! That's gross." Sleeve is the biggest Kleenex. <laughs> no, Did... we're not allowed to talk about bodily function. That was like people get upset. Oh yeah. The community doesn't like bodily function. Also, my jade plant is just looking fucking triumphant right now. Yeah, she's handling it okay. Hell yeah, Christina. She hasn't had water in a bit. I just watered Richie her. Richie Chan is doing doing all right. Yeah, Richie Chan's looking good, son. I'm just wiping a bit of dust off her. Yeah, she's fucking great. Nice. I almost have to rotate her so she grows the other way again. Is that how plants work? Yeah, jade plants. Like, <laughs> welcome to the horticulture cast. We haven't even done the intro <laughs> on teaching you guys how to be better gardeners. Horticast? Um, <laughs> the jade plants tend to grow towards the light source. Um, so Weird. So any, like, offshoots that come off it will want to grow towards the window. Um, okay. So you basically slowly rotate them in the direction you want them to grow. So right now mine's leaning pretty heavily towards the window with one new sprig. But if I give her a swivel... Mm-hmm. She'll start growing upwards again. Or at least oh, that, that new sprig will. Um, anyways, Christina's looking fucking great. I know you guys were concerned, so... They were. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I am your host with the most, your ghost with the most jet lag, your one and only pepperoni, and joining me, as always, via satellite, the daddy of Diaclone. Tony, did you want to say hello to your children? What's up, sons and daughters? What is up? Actually, I don't even have jet lag. There was, like, there was no time change difference. Like, I... Yeah, like, you weren't even off by, like, an hour. No, I was just totally normal. My, my sleep He's pattern like, was... Yeah, like, when you fly, you, fucked, you jet lag, right? That's... that's am I right, people? <laughs> no, what I'm talking about... What is the deal with airplanes? Uh, they, <laughs> they run out of fuel and you have to land in Yakima. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm back from DesignerCon. Um, my my air travel was was a little bit uh, tiring on the way home, a little bit troublesome. It took a lot mm-hmm. longer than expected, but I got home. I feel like that kind of stuff is a lot easier to handle when you're on the way back, uh, especially because yeah. I had like a buffer, like I don't have to go to work till uh, tomorrow. So like I had a day buffer, so like me getting in late really didn't fuck my shit up too badly. Um, That's good. But I feel like if it was on the way in and I was having flight delays oh and shit, God. I feel like I would be fucking furious. And in classic uh, Pepperchine style, the fucking airport lost my luggage uh, on the way in. What? I know, Again? right? Again, yeah. Um, but How the fu- kudos to them <laughs> because uh, they it's got it back to me one trip. the same night. So well, That's good at least. Mm-hmm. But still, that's that's incredibly fucked up. I think you have the worst baggage luck I've heard of yeah that's 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 two for two um and i'd never had it ever in my entire life up until that point but yeah that's two for two hmm yeah it was weird though it was (laughs) like i almost i I think i freaked the the lady out at the customer service desk because i was being so calm about it like i was Mm. like hey my bag's not here and she's like let's look into it and she's like oh yeah no it's not here and i was like okay and she's like she was really nice and sweet, but I could tell that the fact that I wasn't losing my shit was making her uncomfortable. 
And she's like, I'm, I'm so sorry about this. And I just kind of shrugged and I'm like, sometimes just life sucks and stuff and you know, whatever. <laughs> it's like, she's like, when are you going to stab me? Yeah. And then when she's it, like, is this the day? Is this the day? <laughs> I didn't like. Is he disassociating? Oh God. <laughs> I didn't ask for anything, but she was like, yeah, if you log on to the thing, you'll get like a $75 credit. And in my head, I'm just like, that's not worth the $30 I paid for a fucking baggage fee. Um, <laughs> for you not to deliver my bag and and i was like oh yeah the next the next time i fly can you guys like waive the fee for my baggage and she's like yeah but make sure you do it online okay and i'm like okay and then i just didn't and then when i flew home i I talked to a very kind lady and i'm like so on my way in you guys lost my luggage is there any way you can just waive the fee for me getting home with my luggage and she was like yeah yeah no problem so that was not a big deal also side side note just try lying at the airport uh next time you're dealing with uh air like i don't know with the with the when you're when you're checking in and getting ready to get on the flight and you're getting your boarding pass and they want to grease you for 30 more dollars for an underneath bag just be like hey last time i flew with you guys you lost my luggage is it cool if you just waive that fee Maybe it'll work, maybe it won't. Maybe she typed me in and had a file that said they lost my shit. Maybe she just said, okay, who knows? Um, yeah. Just maybe worth, a, worth a shot. I feel like I talked nonstop for a bit there, so I'm going to shut up now for a moment and drink this water. No, it's cool. You actually did shit with your life. I, um... <laughs> you were in stasis? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much you were like gordon freeman in between half-life one and half-life two you were just like in the ether just waiting to be awakened yeah i, I do that from time to time i just <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of exist on another plane of existence for a bit and then just phase back in when it's necessary when it's podcast yeah time. Well, whenever you need a co-host yeah. i I finally have a purpose again. Oh, that's the. I mean, it's a fun, a fun joke, but it's kind of sad too. Eh, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound all good. It's fine. No, it's cool. It was just. It was a. Uh, it was an interesting week. Week and a bit. It's. I mean, I mean, I mean, interesting in the way that like someone's like, mm, that's interesting. Not just like yeah, it's, no, you're just, just not. You're just living. Yeah, it just wasn't the best, but it's fine. Just it's all living good. It's that all life. Bad. Just doing doing the old life. Man, fucking Christmas music has started up, and that's it. A, sure has. That's that's a thing, hey. What are your thoughts on Christmas music in November? Uh, I think it's a little premature. I feel like I like okay. to go by the December 1st is fair game rule, uh, although shopping yeah. malls would disagree. Uh, there's there's only a handful of Christmas songs I actually really like. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there's, uh, I think it's uh, Brenda Lee. She does uh, I'm Gonna Be Warm This Christmas, and it's kind of like a more more be warm. Uh, yeah no it's about fucking um it's a good song uh, oh it's about it's about like falling in love and 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 fucking on a sleigh ride it's dope it's <laughs> the song's a banger if you've never heard it uh cool i recommend a literal it banger then uh there's another one by uh shit i'm blanking on the dude's name um 
A very shaggy Christmas. A very shaggy shaggy. Christmas. Cheech and Chong's Christmas weed bongs. Um, (laughs) No, the the song is called I Want a New Baby for Christmas, and it's about how his girlfriend fucking sucks, and he just wants a new girlfriend for Christmas, and it's hilarious. He needs to hook up with the chick from the first song. Yeah, totally. He needs to go to Pound Town with Brenda Lee. And then there's another one by that same dude. I... Why am I spacing on his name? He's he's a great musician, great like early rockabilly kind of like almost Elvisy sort of vibe in a way, but but okay. better. Um, and he does another one that's called um, oh, oh shit, he, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but he wants a guitar for Christmas, and it's fucking dope. He just like is li- nice. listing all the shit he doesn't want for Christmas, and then he's <laughs> just like talking about how he wants a. Uh, a rock and roll guitar. That's what it's called. Rock and roll guitar. That song's a banger. Anyways, <laughs> there's three nice. there's three Christmas songs I like, and it's too early to be playing them. That's fair. Hey, I don't know. I've never been a like, yeah, this is my Christmas jam song. Ooh. Like, Oh, Backdoor Santa. That's a good one, too. It's about... <laughs> It's about dressing up like Santa and then, like, fucking, and then jumping out the window when the lady's husband comes home. It's fucking dope. It's like a funk, it's like a funk song, and it's amazing. They call me back to Santa! Yeah, the song's a banger. Wow. (laughs) A literal banger. Wow. I thought Backdoor Santa had been, like, Like like making, making sex to a Santa Claus butt. Okay, yeah. That's also called a Backdoor Santa. So yeah. I can see how you get that confused. <laughs> like, like, you know, all I want for Christmas is to do a backdoor Santa with you. Now that's that's a Mariah Carey song. That's... Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, it's Christmas. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm feeling actually like I'm accepting and ready for it this year. That's awesome. That's the opposite little... of how we always feel. I know, and I think it's because the last couple of years we have been kind of more like, yeah, yeah, it's okay, we're making it ours, it's a, yeah. So it's taken it's us two whole years to come around to liking Christmas again? Yeah, I just, I, I'd hope no one fucking dies this year. <laughs> yeah, don't we always just get celebrity deaths for Christmas? <laughs> No, no, I, he's pulling the rug, the curtain back too much, but, like, had a lot of, like, family fatalities around this season. Oh, man, that is the worst, that is the opposite of a backdoor Santa. (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, god damn it, fucking Christmas, it's not even December, and we got locked into a conversation Already talking, welcome to the Christmas cast. Oh, my Um, god, that Merry XXXmas cast. Sometimes I claim to be situational jehovah's witness to get myself out of situations i don't want to be in hey man sometimes i say people say merry christmas and i'm like fuck you man get out of my fucking face with that shit you bitch (laughs) push the old lady over into her fucking salvation army pot (laughs) fucking sweeper cane out from under her with my grinch like foot (laughs) bah humbug as i spit on that old lady I don't hate Christmas that much, but I do hate that yeah, no, we've, my, we've the mere it. mention of Christmas music being played uh, evoked an entire discussion about it. Yeah, no, my my carpool to work started like blaring it this week, and I was like, I just want to fucking die out, like on a normal day. Hmm. Now I want it extra because 
We've got goddamn Rod Stewart shrieking about bells that jingle. You should you should tell them to throw on Backdoor Santa and you can all have a laugh because it's actually like, just like a dope funk song about about cheating with some lady and then being dressed up like Santa and running away. <laughs> She's like yo, pass the ox. Yeah, check me that ox. It's, and then I got of a new course, Christmas mix. Of course, you put on fucking Lincoln Park. <laughs> Anytime someone passes the ox, you gotta throw on. Uh, in the end, it doesn't really matter. Did they make a, a Lincoln Park Christmas no, album? I hope not. <laughs> I hope so. Mm. Oh, you sick That'd man! Great. It's now you gotta play Prisoner Christmas by the Professor Brothers. Yeah, that's a bad and one. that weird Death Grips Jingle Bells mashup. Hey, you know what did not resemble Christmas whatsoever? What? Tell me about your trip. Los Angeles, California. Uh, Whoa, they never snow there. They never snow, uh, or so I'm told. Um, oh. Yeah, I I was at DesignerCon. I apologize for the break, my friends. I'll, I'll never do it again. That's not true. I, I really enjoyed... Um, no, that makes it sound like I don't like doing stuff. I was yeah, you I, got you got the wanderlust now. You, you gotta. I really do enjoyed shit. not making videos and not doing a podcast for a week. Oh, no, that's, that's not that's me. That's not how it is. <laughs> oh shit! Are you gonna quit on me? No, no, no. I like doing this. But I mean, like just creative. Projects. I'm not good at doing things for myself. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I I feel Whoever like wants it, to be a full-time editor for my bullshit hit me up i already am a full-time editor for your bullshit it's true. <laughs> that's my that's my job i'm a full-time editor for my own bullshit as well as our collective bullshit that's true yeah you, you get my audio bullshit pretty pretty frequently mm-hmm. so actually we've been getting way better it's the people don't even really know need to know or really probably care but we've been getting way better it's fine. at uh, at streamlining our process it's, it's actually it's been true. a breeze to edit lately which is great which makes me sad that for almost 100 episodes more than 100 episodes uh i used to listen to the entire podcast through um but i used to be a lot more like crazy like anal about how the segments fit together and how awful it sounds when we take sips of water and like every time we burp and i think we both just learned to burp less or something because i feel like i don't constantly have to edit out burps and sneezes and we're just i stopped eating gummy candies in front of the microphone it took me about like 50 episodes to be brave enough to tell you to knock that shit off I need energy. But the best part was, is like, I, I became a wizard at editing those sounds out. And then I realized it's a waste of my fucking time. So we should just, just streamline. And we did. And, and that's been, been going great. But Los Angeles uh, is weird. Um, yeah. How? It's, it's been a while since I've been there. So it's actually, it's, it's nice. It's sunny. It's hot. The weather is beautiful. Um, but there's like, there's little things well, actually, there's big things that I mm. enjoy about cities and things that make me really happy about cities. Um, public transit is one of them. That does not exist in L.A. Um, if if you live there, you own a car. And if you don't own a car, you probably lost your job because you don't have a car and everyone drives <laughs> everywhere. There is, like, a weird, like, Amtrak commuter train thing that I saw. But it, like, okay. it, it looked like there was two people waiting to use it on a bench and just like it looked inefficient and it was just sort of in the middle of fuck ass nowhere like in between two highways or i think they call them freeways in california it was just like weird and so things like that uh i really do appreciate like it is easy to get around 
Tokyo, it is easy to get around Paris, it is easy to get around London, and it is relatively easy to get around Vancouver, but like LA does not have public transit, and for some reason that like deeply impacted me as a reason to be lukewarm on LA. I'm like, you do not provide for your people, city. Uh-huh. But also like I mean, I guess it's built around car culture and like uh yeah. driving everywhere. Uh America is in general. But um yeah, other than other than me being weird about transit, uh, LA was beautiful and and the food was great and the weather was great and um, th- we I wasn't affected by any of the fire stuff that was happening. Sorry, that's good. sorry that parts of you are burning, California. That's a fucking bummer. Other than like shit air quality for a couple days, there wasn't really much of that. But I feel like in the summer here we had worse air quality and for a long time but maybe it's just because of how far removed we were from it but like i feel like in the summer here there was a good week where like it was sickeningly hazy and like hard to breathe oh, it, was, and, it was more than a week it was it was for a good chunk of like a month like only recently the smog started to go because like the rains kicked in heavier yeah but yeah, but yeah, LA LA was cool. I like LA, although uh, it's intimidating because it is so vast and it is fucking hard to get around. And like, mm. I think I think just normal adults when they go somewhere, they just rent a fucking car. Um, I'm not yeah. a, I'm not a normal adult though. I'm still like I'm still like a twenty odd year old stuck in a thirty year old's body sort of thing. Where it's like <laughs> it's like I go to a place with my backpack and I'm like, all right, how do I um where do I go now? Whereas, like, I think normal people that are almost 30 probably go to a city and go to fucking budget rent-a-car and are like, I would like to rent a vehicle, good sir. And they just drive themselves around, which would make sense. But, like, um, I couldn't I couldn't imagine the stress of that. Like, I, I get stressed out driving in Vancouver. I, I barely do it. Um, yeah. But, like, I couldn't imagine tackling those, those freeways, those highways in L.A. The way people drive there, man, everybody's a fucking dick on the road. So I, I would be afraid to die. So it's almost better that you didn't rent a car in that case. Yeah, totally. I would have probably been dead. Yeah, for the same price, it's probably just easier to Uber, which is a service we don't fucking have here, so you could have explored Uber. Yeah, except, <laughs> I looked into that, oh, you, no. using Uber as a Canadian is really expensive. Not only does your bank hit you with the, like, America fee, um, Uber actually dings you for international transactions as well. Oh. Yeah, so, like, a $30 US Uber ride gives you your natural, like, $5 charge from the bank, Plus mm-hmm. uh, a, a small charge from Uber as well, so it just stacks up really quick. Use a, an American friend's Uber. <laughs> yeah, I did that in New York a little bit. Uh, why are we talking about transit? Designer Con. That's what people came to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, designer. Like, we gotta talk about toys. Oh this my year. god, we do have to talk about toys at some point. Uh, at this point, it is the Logan and Tony hour, and they're just here for the company. I think they like you, and that's cool. <laughs> I think they like you as well. I know Chris. Fucking better not. Chris likes you. Who? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, That sounds like a really cool person. Like he would review Bushojo's. He should start. Um, Yeah. No. uh, L.A. was awesome, and uh, DesignerCon was in Anaheim. Um, Anaheim is weird. (laughs) I stayed in like a shit ass motel. Like, oh my god. Like. 
fuck me it was so bad the back wall looked like a high school locker room from the 80s like it was the weird like brick that had been sprayed white 30 times and yeah. uh there's like a passport safe in it that just looked like something out of fucking fallout one um <laughs> and there was like a weird uh like yellow water damage on the wall like it was really bad and then like on the little like card thing it's like we do provide breakfast from these hours to these hours in this room and i was like in this room that sounds weird but anyways it was just a murder room murder room i went to the murder room and the breakfast they provide oh my god the breakfast they provide is like dispensers of cereal two kinds i can't remember what they were which is cool providing cereal good job and Mm -hmm. then the Mm -hmm. other one the other thing they provided was waffles but it was just like a lady who worked at the hotel and like a domestic home operationable operationable that's not a word a home a domestic use waffle iron and a lady with a jug of waffle mix who would just make you waffles that oh my god it was just so funny because it was sounds wonderful it was not commercial in any way and all the plates were styrofoam and i felt sad for the whales and then i um i, I didn't eat any of that i just like grabbed a bunch of coffee and, and drank the terrible coffee with vanilla creamers in it but Again, they don't care about the transit in L.A. They don't care about the hotels in Anaheim. They care about the designer. Wouldn't that be a good joke if the entire episode we didn't actually get to talk about DesignerCon and get all the way to the end? And it's like, well, I guess no. that's the DesignerCon cast. Well, no, we have to talk about DesignerCon. Decon. No, 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 no. I know the perfect way to start this because uh, I started with a little bit of pessimism going into it. A little bit of concern for the fact that Funko was there. Honestly, yeah. honestly, did you have their cereal in the hotel? No, they didn't. <laughs> I heard it was gross and it turned your mouth blue. So cool. I didn't actually see much crossover for my interests with uh, with the Funko crowd, and okay. I, I didn't know if I would. Uh, I knew it would bring in more people, which I thought might muddy the waters and make it harder to get the things I wanted to get. But I don't actually think it did. There was one. Oh, I started calling them Breakfast Boys. That was my my nickname for them because like I, I've got nicknames for everybody in toy collecting. By everybody, I mean flippers. So people who buy and resell yep. toys are flippers or dolphins, um, and people who are casually into Funko stuff and browse around and might buy a piece from someone else. Those are breakfast boys, and it's not a negative okay. connotation. Breakfast boys seem like happy boys to me. They seem like they're having a good time, and the breakfast boy is the kind of person who might buy a toy. And be like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then, like, five years later, just throw it on eBay for 20 bucks because they forgot why they bought it. But I don't mind the Breakfast Boy, but they were easy to spot because Funko was giving out these fucking giant, like, Tyvek carrying bags with the Funko branding on them that could fit, like, 10 boxes of cereal in them. And Holy everyone shit. was walking around with those with big fucking cardboard spoon cutouts that I think you're supposed to hang on your wall and they were walking around and they were having such a good time and I couldn't even be upset that Funko was there because these breakfast boys were just like living their lives and they were killing they're it. They are just having a good time. They were having a good time, the breakfast boys. And I heard the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So one breakfast boy says to the other breakfast boys, they walk by me, he says... You know, I'm just, you know, not very good at Fortnite. (laughs) 
got a shred of irony in his in his voice. He just he just honestly admitted to his fellow breakfast boy he's not very good at Fortnite, and I loved it. I was like, you know why? It's, it's a game for children, and so is buying <laughs> giant boxes of cereal with toys in them. I think you... we found the toy equivalent to the basic bitch. I think so too. Just <laughs> and like you can't hate the basic bitch because no, a, no, a pumpkin no. spice latte and getting your hair did. Both of those sound like great, but if that's all yeah, your life is about, it's a little bit. Much. There's some good to it. It's just not what I find appealing. There we go. Yeah, the Breakfast Boys. So yeah, the Funko crowd didn't uh, really affect the Sofubi crowd in any way. That's good. Yeah. That's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah. Were there flippers? Absolutely. Oh my god, yeah, it looked like that was pretty bad. And you were saying some stories of how there were, like, people that were trying to bribe other people to go in line and... Yeah, yeah, Some someone was dealing with that in the in the Discord. Um, yeah, yeah, it's weird. Um, I, I overheard a man in a blue tube go, Oh, no, I don't really collect this stuff. This is purely transactional for me. Uh, I'm, I, I run a booth that deals in, uh, in, uh... Disney Disney collectibles and uh, I'm probably just uh, I'm just gonna grab what I can get and uh, just sell it. And I was like four wow. four people back and I wanted to beak him and be like, hey, fuck you, old man. But also it's like, <laughs> how do you how do you tell an old man to go fuck himself? It's a really delicate conversation to have. Uh, so that that was really really awkward. I was like, all right, cool man. Like I fucking hate you. Um, I hope uh, your hip gets displaced and you wipe out. Um, that's so harsh. No, like, I, I, that mentality, I think, is just, like, shitty. It's like, oh, like, you are, like, a flea bag, or a flea market scumbag. Like, this is, this is what you do. You buy things to resell them. Like, fuck you. Um. Yeah, it's, it's shitty. And then, and then there's the classic, like, cartel type shit where, like, one guy hires, oh, there's the police coming to arrest me for talking about assaulting an old man. Um. (laughs) Yeah, there's the the usual like Flipper King comes in, recruits locally in the Chinese new p- newspaper, the local newspaper, um, and hires a bunch of, of people to stand in a line for a day. There is yeah. there is that kind of shit that always goes down. Um, but yeah, it's looking like it's uh, end of an era for that kind of behavior because Maury's not gonna do designer con ever again. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if that's one of the reasons why. It is definitely one of the reasons why, as I point with my oh. uh, Sofubi finger guy that I got. Not not the the adult figure, but the one you, the finger puppet. Anyways, <laughs> what I'm trying to say, finger guy is the name of a, both a real head adult figure as well as the name of this guy you jam on your finger who's a finger puppet. So they can't finger even see. I don't know why I reference what it I did when see. I was very exploratory in college. Yeah, I did a finger guy once in the shower, and I was like, nah, I'm not into that. Um, <laughs> for, for clarity's sake, I fingered my own butt, and <laughs> didn't particularly enjoy it. So, um... <laughs> just the pinky. Just the pinky. Just the pinky. It's not a big deal. I don't even remember what you're talking about. Oh, Flippers and, uh, and Morty. Yeah. So yeah, that is definitely uh, one of the reasons why he won't be attending DesignerCon any further. But I think it's also that it's just because it's gotten too big. And I don't think he has a problem with Funko because he doesn't even really understand. Like, Funko's not part of his world. 
Like, not that he doesn't yeah. understand what Funko is, but like Funko Funko isn't popular in Japan. I don't I don't think anyways. Um, right, right. So I don't think it's about that, which is what a lot of people got their got their knickers all in a twist about. Um, but I think for him, Metacom is sort of the Funko equivalent. Oh, uh, okay. You know, just like big name, big license, uh, mass produced, like uninspired. Like the, I mean, if you're into bare bricks, that's cool. You collect what you collect. I personally don't find them appealing. I'm like, oh, a weird Lego figure ish that doesn't really uh, that sucks. Okay, um, so it's not really for me. Um, I. I feel like my answer is almost how I used to talk about Funko, and then I one day broke down and was like, "Fucking fuck Funko," um, but yeah, I think I think Metacom is one of, the, and maybe Mondo as well. No, Mondo Mondo's American, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think I think Metacom is one of the reasons too. So I think it's just like the growth of it, the introduction of these this these big brands. I think that is sort of what's killed it for him. Uh, and in the past, he has done. Uh, smaller events he he did one in Santa Cruz I think it was and okay. that went really well and it wasn't overrun with flippers and it was smaller and it was more just fans and uh, this again this is a couple years ago um, so maybe it was just before things had gotten this bad but it seemed like okay. it was more mellow and more his speed and just more about what he is doing um, so maybe they'll try and do something like that again. Um, Cord Viper and Gokudo were grilling me to figure out where they should go in Canada to do something. And I was, I was like, honestly, guys, collecting the, the collecting market for Safubi in Canada, very small, like probably not worth your time. Like I said, if anywhere, Vancouver or Toronto. Um, mm -hmm. but I was like, basically don't bother <laughs> like I, I basically was like there's nothing here for you man like I, well now there's no safubi scene thanks man you single-handedly killed it <laughs> well i mean you tell me if maury did a did a pop-up shop tomorrow in vancouver would he sell anything exactly i'm glad he had really good time at designer con that's uh pretty exciting <laughs> Uh, I feel like if he were to, there might be a bit of success, but like, it w it couldn't be a surprise. It would have to be like, next week, gonna be in Vancouver on all outlets. Yeah. Yeah, you'd and have to put it on blast to get people to actually show up, but also... Yeah. Um... But it's weird, because collectors here are also kind of quiet about what they collect. Yeah. Other than, like, the Hot Toys guys and the Transformers guys, like... Transformers like, guys won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> pretty much. And, like, that's coming from a Transformer guy as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, everyone's, like, trying to show off. They're like, ah, I got this and this and this. Whereas, like, I feel like most collectors are, like, pretty quiet about it. And I'm sure there are tons of dudes here that do Safubi. But, like... You'd never know it. Exactly. Exactly. It was like, uh, like with me in that giant box of Godzilla things. Like, did you know I had that? Nope. Yeah, ex exactly. I knew you had a little bit, but I didn't know it was a whole rubber made full. Oh yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm somewhat of a soft boy myself. I just don't really do it too much anymore. Because mm. I'm into darker things. Darker things like sex racks. 
Oh, no, no. I was thinking, I was going solo Chigokin. Mm. Uh, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> have you been, you've been collecting, um, like, uh, like the, the Gundam kits you don't actually build? Or is that Robot Spirits? That too. Okay. Oh, no, no. Those are Robot Spirits. Um, no, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. Um. But let's just say I got a little bit retail therapy ish okay during a thing and i might have gone a little bit too nuts on some stuff should i should i continue with my decon talk then yeah that's why people are here Fuck. so <laughs> well i it, it all just happened you actually did to... cool shit i just had a fucking existential breakdown so <laughs> i met <laughs> i met gary baseman oh nice how do you think it went don't meet your heroes? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, no. Okay, so before before Decon, he was posting a bunch about how the fires made him sad. Yeah, which, as you do if you're human. Which is, yeah, absolutely. Um, fires bad, they equal sad. So I I lined up to do a signing, and I had like, okay. I, I had a little sketchbook. I got a little spe- sketchbook going and got some drawings from some people. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, I was like, okay, like, I didn't buy anything from his booth earlier in the day. Um, His prints were, they were nice. I I didn't even look at the price tag, but I'm like, I I don't really want to try and transport art home. Um, I'll just get him to sign my sketchbook. That'll be cool. So I lined up to wait, and the person ahead of me was, went over, uh, Gary gets ushered in, they start moving the line, and uh, she runs over, and he, he jumps up out of his seat, he shakes her hand, they do like a photo op together, they sit down, and I forget if he signed a toy or a, or a book or something, and they talked, and, he, and, he, and then she left, and some other people went, and, and then I went, and I was like, hey Gary, and he just kind of looked up at me, and looked down at his page, and like twiddled his pen, and was like, hey... Uh, like sat down and extended my hand for a really awkward handshake and i was like do you want to like i was wondering if you would draw me a sketch and like uh any one of your characters that would be very cool uh and he and he's like yeah who is it to and i'm like logan and he writes my name and he's he's doing his drawing and he's just like really somber and quiet and i was like i was like your work your work is your work is beautiful like i, I really do like your work and he goes i don't know if i'd call it beautiful (laughs) and i'm like oh fuck man gary i'm trying buddy i'm trying so (laughs) hard to make you feel better because you clearly are not having a good time and (laughs) and uh what did i say i said it's pretty subjective but like i like i find it like whimsical and nostalgic in a way and I, i see beauty in that you know, like a really genuine, honest thing that I was saying, because I, I do, I, I see his artwork and I do see beauty and, mm. and he didn't really, or I think he said, thank you. Um, but he was really sad and quiet and I was trying so hard to make a conversation happen. And, uh, I was like, Oh, I, I really do. I really appreciate your, um, your Instagram stories with, with Blackie the cat because he mm-hmm. talks to his cat and his cat bites him and stuff and it's great and he said thank you and said that Blackie is a good cat and uh, uh and like just it just like no oh, matter man. what i said he just did not want to talk to me it seemed and uh and then i was like so are you having a good convention 
it's like a terrible first date like gary i'm so i'm so sorry so stop slammed the pen down he's like this is my sketchbook now you need to leave (laughs) and then so yeah i I asked him if he was having a good con and he looked up and he just sort of like closed like he he was like finishing the drawing he just kind of closed his pen and like twiddled it in his hands a bit and was just like yep (laughs) and i was like thanks gary and just like left with my notebook but it was just such an awkward like all of it was so incredibly awkward and my god yeah i don't know i don't know what it was he fucking hates you or i don't know maybe you or like maybe maybe the person ahead of me was really shitty or something like like the first girl he saw he was like fucking excited and i was like good for you gary you're having a good time and i just kind of zoned out until it was my turn about like four people later so like maybe maybe someone ahead of me was like shitty or like didn't know his work or like was just getting a toy signed to like flip it or something like maybe can you make this out to ebray yeah like maybe some of his interactions before me were sour or something but i just felt so bad because i wanted so badly to like just have a nice chat with Gary and he just yeah. wouldn't let me and and like and not to like his dis like there's nothing wrong with Gary and like I'm not gonna deny that human emotion is a thing like you don't have to be happy all the time and you definitely don't have to fake it but if you're doing like signings and like meeting fans <laughs> I feel like faking it's kind of in your best interest you gotta pretend you you damned it just just a little bit but it's been like it's been neat meeting meeting people that you have a preconceived notion of because like yeah. very much so on instagram gary baseman shows only his happiest side and his fun side um mm-hmm. which is what i expected and then to to sit down and have him be si- kind of somber and strange um left me feeling weird but also like kind of just at peace with the universe i'm like you know what like sucks for you gary um I, I really I really hope he is having a good time, like, in general. But, like, in that moment, like, it was totally okay that you, that you were weird and sad. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or, like, when I met uh. when I met Sucklord, and that was just, like, weird and awkward and awful. Like, <laughs> like, all of these interactions, like, they can't all be amazing. And my, my notion and my expectation from someone uh, can't override reality. And we just sort of have to... Yeah experience life and experience emotion and be who we are um so it's not always going to be uh i almost said guns and roses it's not always going to be it's going to be guns and roses yeah it's not always going to be sunshine and roses but on the complete opposite uh end of that spectrum i met uh matt dowdy the father of glios the man himself and he was so fucking nice and he was so fucking cool and oh dude we were chatting for a bit and he's like, oh, he's like, you're, you're having a good time this year? And I'm like, oh, it's my first year at DesignerCon. And he, and he looks at me kind of queerly, like like with a weird cocked eyebrow. And he's just like, no, no, I recognize you. And I'm like, yeah, no, I've never done Decon. And he's just like, you do the shit on the internet with the thing. You're, you did the, the toy pizza thing. You did, like, you talked about them on the internet. And I was like, no way. I was like, yeah cool man like thanks for watching my shit and so like matt fucking dowdy like recognized me from making my like toy pizza videos where i talk about knights of the slice and holy shit yeah so that was like there's like the basements and the dowdies there's like the sad somber (laughs) and there's just the excitable and fun and like 
he he was so kind and so interesting and just like I didn't get to talk to him too much. I I really wish I got to bug him more, but like he mm-hmm. he's the fucking man at that convention and like everyone wants to get a second to talk to him because he's yeah. he's just so so passionate and I imagine from a business standpoint if, if there's toy makers like he has influence and, and connections mm-hmm. so I imagine people are trying to network with him as well but also it's like everyone at that convention is an old friend of his so like it's some <clears throat> I'm choking on my words it's summer camp for him like he he is seeing all of these people he hasn't seen in years that's awesome so what uh, Glios figures are you producing now through <laughs> that's it guys i got a glios deal because he recognized me <laughs> off the internet no um yeah no it, it was really really cool to chat with him i i chatted with um brian flynn as well from super seven oh nice um, yeah yeah briefly as well we didn't get too much time to talk uh i awesome. i thanked him for his hard work i i actually just lay in that's how i introduced myself into the conversation i just walked up to him and i was like thank you and he was just like oh no, yeah no problem um and I was like, no, like, like, very sincerely, very genuinely, thank you, like, so much for everything that you do. Like, I really appreciate what Super 7 is all about. And he was just like, we want to mm. make fun toys. That's cool. And I was just like, hell yeah, man. Um, <laughs> and uh, and we were talking for a bit, and I told him about how I love the worst and how uh, there's never enough villains. And he didn't get me to sign an NDA, so I'm going to proudly proclaim to you guys that the worst Series 2 is on the way. Oh shit! Um, new sculpts, new Toy villains, news. new characters. I believe it will be the reaction line. Uh, the muscle figures will come later. He was like, because cool, the sculptor cool. who makes those takes forever, and I was like, she's really good. She probably has a lot of work. And he's like, yep, <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah, she's let, worth waiting for. Let seriously silly do her thing. Yeah, she's super rad. Yeah, she is. We like her a lot. We do. Um, yeah, no, I, I talked about how like her sculpts translate as well as they do with. Um, with uh with uh the muscle line and how like you can line up any one of those uh worst figures next to a a king keshi figure uh, uh, and yeah. and it just like it just works um totally yeah and then while i was talking to him somebody fuck this is just like the the me being social and being recognized cast because uh <laughs> dude rocks up and he's just like he's like i know you i follow you on instagram and stuff and i was like cool man and it was just like um, some English lad. Oh God, I'm such a penis. I can't remember your name oh, right now. Oh, Zessie. <laughs> no, he, no, he's American, man. Oh um, fuck, I'm thinking of Jake. You are thinking of Jake. Sorry. Um, so, so I, I it's met because they're both so great. I met this kind young lad who was very excited about um, uh, toys, and he got me to sign his notebook. And holy shit, <laughs> I did my like good uh, my my. Uh, my squiggle I do for all the Monday vlogs. I did one of those. And I said, keep collecting from Pepper. Um, but yeah, it was it was really weird. And I had, a, I had that a couple times. There was another dude who was walking around. I actually didn't get a chance to stop him because every time I saw him, he was like in the process of leaving with like a baby carriage with his kid in it. But he was like, yeah. Pepper. And I was like, hey, man. He's just like, I like your stuff. And I was like, cool, man. So there was a lot of like, like face-to-face like a reinforcement that uh, I'm doing the right thing, I guess. Um, Dude, that's fucking rad. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, it's very cool. cool. It's very cool to hear your internet name get shouted at you. I, I really do. Yeah. It's a really nice feeling. Because um, I just yell your real name yeah, out all true. the time. <laughs> Every chance you get. All the time. Um, Peter Wilkinson. 
I I saw Candy Bolton uh, and talked to her like super briefly in the last like two seconds of the convention as I was leaving and she was super awkward and maybe I was too. Um, But yeah, I was just like... um, Did you you tell her that I love her? (laughs) No, I didn't. I, f- oh, I forgot. Okay. Um, Damn it. No, I, it's fine. I, I just stopped at her booth while, like, the con was closing, and I was like, hey, I didn't get a chance to come say hey, but, like, um, you do really good work, so keep it up. And also, congratulations on your VAG series. That's really impressive. Um, yeah. That was it. Cool. And she said thank you, but also it was, like, just weird and awkward. So, sorry about that, Candy. <laughs> I'm weird and awkward, and so are you. Um <laughs> who else who else who else did i hit who else did i chat with well you you became besties with the the game of hope guys again yeah uh the, the game of hope guys the k-bug crew um gokudo the, the toys pizzas you know you know the pepperoni on their pizza yeah the toy pizzas um yeah jesse and i hung out a little bit uh outside of the con before it happened uh and then cool. he abruptly left and was like <laughs> this was like the running joke with me and mitch is that he just ditched us but he was like he's just like oh i've got to go back to the airbnb we only have one set of keys and i have to like i just gotta go um because he's meeting meeting his missus um but we were just joking that there was no airbnb and that he was just staying at a hotel near the convention and he was just sick of our shit so he just like bounced <laughs> which which jesse if that is the case just be honest um with us <laughs> but yeah, yeah was, we're, we're 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 big boys we can handle rejection yeah it was kind of a running joke that jesse just couldn't stand us so he bailed so yeah i got to hang out with jesse in little tokyo for a bit which was kind of cool um little right. little tokyo was cool the the exhibit at the museum was cool uh, there's going to be a video tomorrow about that uh today by the time you're listening to this probably um so go Sweet. check that out what else what else oh this oh i i took a couple notes because i did there's things i didn't want to forget to talk about um my Canadian politeness almost got me in trouble. Yeah, I'm curious about this. So, uh, your old Pepperchine doesn't always smoke cigarettes, but when he's on vacation, and sometimes uh, he just does. So, <laughs> while I was in the States, I was smoking... I, I can't believe you. Oh my god. Did I let you down? <laughs> um, no, I don't know. While I was on vacation, oh. I was smoking mentholated cigarettes. I apologize, Tony. I feel like I've just been nonstop talking this whole time. No, dude, it's it's totally fine. So I'm smoking menthols and uh, I head out back of the convention to smoke outside and there's two guys, three guys smoking and this is the VIP night. So it's like, it's sort of the, it was like from five till nine or whatever. So it was limited time. Uh, They were drinking a lot. I guess they're on VIP night. There was booze being served, but I didn't see it and I didn't drink it. But uh, I'm out back having a smoke and there's these pretty drunk guys and they're pretty crusty looking dudes. One of them's in a phantasm t-shirt, which I complimented um, and I go outside and I, I couldn't find my matches cause I didn't want to buy a lighter. So I had gas station matches. So I, I need to light mm-hmm. my smoke. And, um, I ask one of them for a smoke and he, his friend's like, Oh, he's got the lighter. And his friend has like a beer, a bag of stuff and he's smoking and he's just like shrugs at me. And I was like, oh, should I, like, hold one of your things? And then his buddy's like, ah, oh, just do the thing. And he, like, passes me his smoke. So I light my smoke with his smoke. I say thank you because yeah. I'm Canadian. And then their friend is like, all right, I'll see you in there. And he, like, flicks his cigarette butt, like, into a pile of cardboard. 
And I'm, oh, I'm just like, oh, okay, all right, like, that's weird, whatever. And they're all making fun of him for doing it. Um, and then I finish smoking before them, and I go to leave, and there's an ashtray, and it's sort of just to the side. And I, I take my final drag, and I put my cigarette out, and I'm like, fun fact, you guys, there's just, like, an ashtray over here. I Did I say it? I, did I say it like that? Did I sound like a dick? Now I'm questioning my motives. I was like, fun, I said the words, fun fact, there is an ashtray here. And I put my smoke out, and I went inside, and they were like, they were like, oh, fun fact, like, why'd you have to be such a dick about it? And in my head, I'm like, I wasn't trying to be a dick about it, but, like, there's an ashtray. But I was just like, I just sort of shrugged and went inside. And then every time I went out for a smoke, they were fucking out there and giving me shit about the thing. And, like, one of the guys was like, I, I was out there smoking and they came out and they started lighting their smokes and they're walking and he's just like, oh, to his friend, he's like, oh, fun fact, there's an ashtray over there. And then he sees me and he's like, this fucking guy again. And, uh... And he's just like getting weird about it. And I don't say anything. I'm just being silent because I'm like calculating how I win this fight. If it becomes a fight, like I'm like, I'll stomp yeah. his knee backwards and then I'll just fucking <laughs> bulldoze this asshole into that garbage can and then I'll run inside and, and bail. Um, but yeah, I was definitely like calculating like which knee I would stomp backwards first. <laughs> and, and so like I'm sitting there like figuring out my fight plan if I have to fight. And... Um, and the guy's like, oh, it's it's just that you made us made me feel dumb about it. And then in my head, I'm like, if you felt dumb because I told you something you didn't know, maybe you're fucking dumb. Like, that's what my brain was thinking. And I'm just like, I just yeah. need to, like, not be here because I can't get arrested in America. Yeah. And it got so weird and toxic and awful. And I was like, all of this because I told them where the ashtray was. And I was like, how did... Yeah. How did I get here? How did, how did this become the situation I find myself in? And then every fucking time I saw those guys at the con, and like I happened to many times, I, I stopped smoking up back, I started smoking up front to avoid them. But also, because uh, Cord Viper and I were smoking a lot together. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, every time I saw them, they would just like like eye me up like they were going to kill me. It was so weird. Holy it was so shit, bizarre. Dude. So if you guys happen to be listening, fuck yourself. Um, just, just find a reasonable place to just fucking fuck yourself. You fucking idiot. Did you give assholes. them business cards? Yeah, I did. Like, I was just like, here's my card. If you're ever in Canada, come to my house and kill me. Um, no, like, <laughs> but also that's, that's a weird situation because like, if Super I made, is. if I made you feel stupid or I made you feel like boorish and rude by telling you where the ashtray was, maybe you're stupid and rude. Yeah. Like maybe you're a stupid rude asshole. And like yeah, if, yeah. if if that makes you feel dumb or slighted or slanted in some way, there's something deeply wrong with you that has nothing to do with me knowing where the ashtray is. Yeah. No. Sorry, I made that I like how your new nickname is now Fun Fact. Fun fact, yeah, to those guys. It's like, <laughs> but you know what? You know what? I probably will live on uh, in infamy in that man's uh, idiotic life. Like, every time he goes to use an ashtray, he's going to think about how dumb he felt when I told him where one was. So, like, yeah. in a way, in some sort of parallel universe, I'm a god in his dimension. <laughs> a patron saint of ashtrays. <laughs> anyways fuck that idiot um hopefully he doesn't know how to use a seatbelt. and um another thing i wanted to talk about was the after party so 
But they're clearly VIPs. They, they must make toys or something. Uh, no, you just buy a VIP pass. Oh, yeah. oh, that kind of VIP. Yeah, yeah okay, never mind. Uh, so th- there was an after party which Chevy Metal was playing. Chevy Metal is a cover band okay. that consists okay. of the drummer and the bassist of the Foo Fighters. Oh. And sometimes Dave Grohl, which I I thought it was always Dave Grohl. I was really excited to see Dave Grohl and he wasn't there. Okay. Um, and they do covers and they put on this big concert and the the weirdest part about it was so there was a promotional serial to promote it there was posters to promote chevy metal there was a bear brick to promote chevy metal okay the after party concert was fucking dead it was like really it was maybe it was just because the space was too big but there was nobody there when i went to be fair i only caught pardon me choking on my words i only caught a cold i only caught the last like three songs of their set okay but there was like no one in there and it was just really weird and the vibe was strange and there was like rock mm. dad and party mom like party mom doing their arms up like butt wiggle dance and rock dad playing air guitar and drumming in the air and shit um and then the, the icing on the cake they fucking pull the fucking funko guy on stage to play bass for a song <laughs> Whatever. And he doesn't know how to play bass. No, he doesn't. Well, he he was oh. fine. I forget what song they were playing. Um, oh, it was like "Daddy's All Right, Mommy's All Right," like that song. Oh yeah. Um, which, to be fair, it's like four bass notes. But then yeah. the end of the song comes, and like the the bass is like the, the bass and the other like the actual guitarist are doing like the like dang dang dance squiggle squiggle scratch scratch and then they're gonna hit the last note to like and end the song but when they go to do the last note the fucking funko guy hit the wrong note oh my god so it was this big like but then the bass was like it's just like oh my god it was incredible Uh, and then we left in somber silence and never spoke of it again till now so yeah it was it was weird like it just goes to show that like big names like drummer from (laughs) i don't even know the man's name i feel badly now it just goes to show that like big ticket names like like chevy metal is kind of a big deal like that's that's Mm. half of the foo fighters doing covers like that's an exciting concept a serial promoting it very exciting and interesting to some a bare brick that also promotes it. Like these are huge promotional tools, but all of yeah. that like star power and brand power wasn't enough to actually fill the concert hall. Like that that's there's, weird. There's something to say about that, I think. Yeah, it's interesting. That's it's definitely uh some kind of commentary. Some kind of commentary. Some kind of thing. That's got to be like a sign of the Things to come. Of the times for Funko, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird, man. It's fucking, it's fucking weird, it's fucking dude. Weird, dude. But yeah, no, that's super rad. I'm glad that you got to go and got to have a fun time, and it was all all awesome. So let's let's tell me about your pickups, though. What were your pickups at Decon? Uh, I bought way too much Cord Viper stuff cool cool Uh, his stuff does look really cool yeah it's it's really really interesting um his inspirations are are so western and that's why it's so cool because it's like 
it's like an homage to G.I. Joe and Mad Max, but all through the lens of this like like older motorcycle gang member, like so turned Sofubi maker, chain smoking, like mystery <laughs> man from Japan. Like it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um and so I did spend a lot of money at his booth and um I spent a lot of social time with him. We were we were smoking buddies cool. the the whole convention, so we'd sneak outside for cheeky little cigarettes together. Um, yeah, uh, so a lot of Cord Viper stuff. Um, I did get one adult reel head from uh, Maury. I got the uh, uh, Deadpool yeah. colorway. I think the head is called Bugman, but don't quote me on it. I could be wrong. Um, so it is a. Um, a red cast with black accents as well as rub in various areas and he has a black scarf and honestly it wouldn't look like a it would just look like a red and black real head if it weren't for this tiny speck of white on the eye yeah like, signifying the like the deadpool eye design and like it mm. just it just works and it was a toy i saw online six months ago like whenever it got posted by maury and then others yeah. i was like god damn i want to have that and i never thought i'd get a chance to buy it because when it's so old like that i just assume it's gone forever um and i did and i did and now he is my my sweet boy that's awesome yeah so yeah it looks really good very very cool um i got my first whammo and real head collab piece Ooh. from sam the mop shout out to sam the mod oh uh, shit no way. I, I bought this from him a long time ago, uh, a couple months ago, I, I sent him money for it, and I said, you know what? Just keep it safe for me till I see you at Decon. So he set me up with it. It's an all-white, sort of opaque, like not a solid white, like almost clear if you hold it up to the light. Um, yeah, so It's yeah. like a weird opaque white, and it's rocking one of the uh, the hammered-out uh, copper masks that they do. So it's a kitty cat mask. Um, and I think um, Oyaka-chan, I hope I'm saying that right, um... Uh, her dad, I think, is who makes the masks. Really? So the gal who does Uamu, I think her dad is the one who makes all of these masks. I think that's what I was told. And it's very cool. It's just sort of friction fit. Uh, I could try and slide yeah, it off. It's but, removable uh, or... yeah, it is removable, but with this, I would be worried to scratch it. But luckily for this one, there's no paint, so I wouldn't be damaging oh, yeah. any paint if I pop it off. But I think I'll just leave it on because it can sort of remain that way. Yeah... That's just its face. Yeah, it's just its you face. You don't want to take its face yeah, off. Yeah, so the way it was meant to be, if I take it off, it's just a screaming mass of flesh underneath. Ah! <laughs> oh, God, it's not paint, it's blood. And then from Uamu, I also got... She was bringing that same design. Um, mm -hmm. She did one that was black, that was rubbed with white, but sort of like a matte Ooh. white. And she did okay. one that was white, that was rubbed in black in the opposite way, um, in a matte cool. black. And I got both of those. Cool. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there was no lineup or lotto. Well, there was a bit of a lineup, but it was only like four or five people long yeah. to buy her toys. Um, so I went. I went over there and I grabbed them both. So I went from having no Uamo real head collabs to actually having four because there's one more we're gonna talk about. <laughs> uh, Mitch actually uh, let me buy a piece off of him. That is a split down the middle, almost Kakaider style, one half um, blue and one half black. And it's sort of uh, 
sparkly like there's glitter on it uh and it's painted with acrylic i believe like not not like v color or like special vinyl paint um Mm -hmm. so it has like a bit of a texture to it almost um okay and it's beautiful it's lovely um so yeah i came home with a lot of real head stuff fuck yeah dude that's super rad because like i kind of am digging how like decon is very like sophobie now Whereas I remember before, like, I had a couple friends that were going down there, and it was, like, it was very much, like, custom-painted dunnies and resin bootlegs. Or, like, not just resin bootlegs, but also, like, resin little figures and things like that. There is still that as well. Okay, cool. That's good. That's good, too. That hasn't disappeared, but I think, like, the Safubi thing has kind of flourished. There's a lot of, like, Americans there with their Safubi. Like, um, like Nate the Milkman was there, uh, and his buddy from Expanded Universe, and, um... Nice. Mark Nagata was there from Max Toy, hanging out. Yeah. I got to talk to him, actually, as well, which was really cool. I said thank you. I say thank you to everybody who, like, makes stuff that I like. I'm like, thank you for your hard work. Um, Mm -hmm. not that it's uh, an actor insincere. I do want to say thank you for your hard work. Uh, and I, I also was like, dude, your like your museum exhibit was awesome. Like, I really, really liked that. And I, I Mm -hmm. loved it. Like, it was so cool. And he was like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's good. A lot of people are liking it. And I'm like, it's fucking perfect timing. Like everyone's in town for designer con and like everyone, everyone on Instagram was going and posting about it. So. Yeah, he was a really nice guy. He was really, really humble and sweet. And I think that's like just a general trait of these toy makers, with the exception of some. It's like everybody's just so like chill and down to earth and just like great. Everybody's awesome. Because they're also toy guys. Yeah, they're also toy guys. You have to be a toy guy to make toys or else just what's the point? Speaking of that, uh, Sucklord did a um, collab with Punk Drunkers. Uh, oh, I think he got his hands on some extra heads from the Thousand Toys things. So yeah, I, th- I think I saw some of those, and I was like, "Are these real? Like a real collab, or was well, it like a cheeky? It, it was like fake X head thing. Or? It was uh, it was a real collab. Uh, so it was Punk Drunkers and him. Uh, they were selling them mm-hmm. at the Punk Drunkers booth. Uh, on, oh, really? On one, okay. On one of the days, and it was your classic uh, Sucklord format where it's like put the wrong head on the wrong body with a picture that doesn't match and give it a stupid name. Um, They were okay, but I think it just sort of reinforces what we've talked about here before and how I just don't feel like his art is growing in any way. Um, Mm -hmm. And it seemed like a weird collab because, like, um, just why? Why does it need to exist? Um, But, yeah, I guess, like, if you really like... uh, punk drunkers and you really like suck lord then that's like the coolest shit ever um, yeah, yeah but for me and i'm like i guess i would have thought it would be the coolest shit ever like a year or two ago um but i've sort of outgrown his work and um so for me it was just like it almost cheapened punk drunkers in a way i'm like ew <laughs> like ugh. um oh no <laughs> but no it's 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 fine but also there were some left so that's I guess probably the last mm. collab. <laughs> um, I don't know. Suck Sucklords. I don't know why I feel the need to talk about my distaste, but 
Because <laughs> you met him last year and, and you hate him? Yeah, I guess so. And I don't hate now him. Now, it's okay because it, Basement's getting your flack. Now. Yeah, Basement's the fucking focus of my magnifying glass. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. Life's weird. And those collabs were weird. were weird. And I, I, I wasn't particularly interested in them. Huh. Yeah. Well... Still, it's cool that you got to see that stuff like in the flesh. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's always super rad. Uh, you bought way too many toys. Do you want to yeah, talk about that? No, they're not even in yet, so there's no point. Cool. Um, <laughs> sh- should we move to the questions from the Dick Sword then? Yeah, let's do it. Up. Uh, this is gonna be a long episode. Questions from the Discord. All right, yeah, questions from the Discord. Hell yeah, Jacob the Snake. Gives us a best experience at Decon. Um, maybe maybe having Dowdy recognize me that was really cool. Um, getting a chance to to buy the Deadpool felt felt really good. Um, at the end of the con, Jesse uh, handing me a handful of knights and being like, "Do with these what you will, good sir." Was really cool. Um, I, I threw them promptly in the garbage, but... Um, wait, was, wait, he gave you bits? Uh, they were completed nights. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've got a Material Boy Peach. Oh, cool. Um, that he gave me, and and a couple other bits and bobs. Um, that, w- that was really neat and felt, felt cool. I was like, hell yeah. Um, but I think, like, the overall best experience from Decon was just, like, the broad experience of, like just talking to everyone and meeting everyone and like all of the people uh in my circle that i hadn't met up until this point um like that was cool like like meeting sam face to face was nice and like Mm -hmm. pardon me it was a lot like when i first um first met mitch like that experience for me was like really like surreal and exciting and interesting because mitch and i had talked back and forth online so much and then, like, meeting him face-to-face, it was just, like, on. It was like we were old friends, you know? Like, it, it just felt yeah. right. And, like, the same the same was felt for all of, like, the internet friends uh, that I met. Um, like, was cool. with, with Sam and, and Eric and um, Sam's brother, who's really fucking cool as well. Yeah, Wait. just, like, meeting everybody face-to-face, getting to talk to everybody. It just it felt good. It felt really good. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Next question. If Sam the Mop is banned by Toy Pizza, does that mean he is also banned from the Dick Sword? And if he is banned from the Dick Sword, does that mean the mod position will be available again? Uh, Oh, I already addressed this. So Sam is the new owner of the Discord because I lost at a game of skee-ball to him. So he chose not to ban himself. Uh... Bearded Unicorn, I miss Pete the Broom, God rest his soul. <laughs> so says the lore. All right. Um, oh, this is a good one. Hachi Mackey, Uncle Jason. Uh, did you get a chance to see slash play with the Beast Box Alien Queen figure? Uh, no. Mad Chill Mitch got a chance to play with it. Um he was fiddling with it and he fully transformed it and the guy was like congratulations you fully transformed it it's yours now and gave it to him 
And he was like, uh, are you sure? Like, this literally has the word prototype stamped on it. Like, I, I don't... And he's just like, yeah, that's yours now. And so that's kind of cool. Um, God damn. I only, I only got to see it in cube form. I didn't get to see it fully transformed. Because at that point, Mitch had already cubified it to put it away. Um, yeah. So yes, yes and no is my answer. Well, shit, that's cool. Just getting fucking free prototypes and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. Cool stuff, man. Mm. Congratulations, Mitch. That's yeah, awesome. Totally. Uh, T. Duke's hitting us with the biggest surprise from Decon uh, that Gary Baseman was sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest surprise for me. Um,. No, actual biggest surprise. Um, biggest surprise. That's such a... The biggest surprise was presenting our friend Hide to his friends from the K-Bug crew. Um, that was probably the biggest surprise in the most general and real sense of the word. Um, but the biggest surprise... Um, that you can make enemies by trying to get people to be polite and put their cigarettes out in the right place. <laughs> yeah, just don't talk to people in America. <laughs> don't talk to strangers oh. is still a viable You know what? Uh thing. You know what? The biggest surprise from Decon happened after Decon. So I was okay. I was packing up and walking away and I walked past the table and I looked at this person and I had a glimpse, uh, like I had a moment of recognition in my head and I was like that was weird. And then I kept walking. And then on Twitter, the next day I saw that Dodger was there and Dodger is a, a YouTuber who is loosely associated with a, with another YouTuber who I really like Jesse Cox. Um, and so Dodger was there promoting her clothing brand or her friend's clothing brand or helping with something like that. And I, it came back to me as I walked by in my head, when we made eye contact, I was like, that kind of looks like Dodger. And then I kept walking because I'm like, why the fuck would Dodger be at DesignerCon? But also, like, Jack Black was th- there and that, that guy from Workaholics. So, like... Yeah, I was going to say, did you see Jack Black or the Workaholics dude? I saw Workaholics dude, but I've never seen Workaholics, so it meant nothing to me. <laughs> oh, dude, it's actually pretty funny. And he's one of the, one of the funny one of the ones, good ones, too. Uh, there, so I like... didn't see Jack Black, though. That would have been cool. But yeah, so the biggest surprise for me from Decon was that I saw Dodger and didn't go over and say hello to Dodger. I just like kept walking because I was like, oh, that's... So you dodged her. I dodged Dodger, so that's it. <laughs> Got him still. <laughs> Jake the Snake asks, uh, do you guys have experience in selling toys? And if so, what is it like? How do you feel about new people getting into collecting? Man, there's like 10 questions here. Okay. Uh, there's a lot. The first one, do you have experience in selling toys? Absolutely. If yeah. so, what was God it like? Yeah. Uh, I've had multiple experiences selling toys, as have you, my friend. Do you want to go first or shall I? It's a rewarding experience. <laughs> oh, wow. Your soul sounds crushed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? No, it's okay. I do. I do. It's weird because it's like it's become such a like. As that's just a side thing. It's it's just my Fridays and Saturdays now. It's your side. Hustle. Like working at the comic shop, I sell toys. When we were working for for the toy pizza guys, it was like, yep, online fulfillment, no big deal. Just kind of usual. It's 
it's cool. It's it can be a job, but like if you're passionate about what you're selling, then it it makes the difference between just being another like rando salesperson. So the fact that like I actually give a shit about the toys that I'm selling for the most part, I can actually like talk a bit more about it and like not come off as like like the sleazy salesman, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then kind of the same with like the Knights of the Slice stuff. We were both pretty pretty stoked about selling those, and we knew a little bit about like the history of Knights of the Slice, so we could be like, oh well, you know. This, this, and this. Uh, uh, how, how do you feel about new people getting into collecting? Well, I'm down with it. That's cool. The more the merrier. Just don't be a prick. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody should start collecting now. Or don't. If you if you don't have any toys and you don't collect things, don't just start for no reason. Um, yeah, You exactly. probably lead a much happier, happier life being a bit of a minimalist. Uh, do you have experience in selling toys? If so, what is it like? My version of this is I have, uh, in capacity sold toys, uh, like three, three different ways. Uh, I've sold my own resin bootleg stuff, um, and, Mm -hmm. and original toys, uh, which was a weird experience and it was rewarding in that I met Tony through that. Other than that, it was kind of awful because, like, you try to explain what it is and people are like, yeah, I don't get it. And I'm like, that's cool, man. So is this soap? Oh, yeah, there's a lot of that. Was this soap? Uh, And then I have sold toys in the capacity of working at uh, Cherry Bomb Toys for for a while there. I was uh, working at uh, my favorite used toy store, uh, polishing Mm -hmm. up old toys and putting them back on the shelf and selling them there. At that point, you're not really selling toys because people come in and they're like, do you have this exact thing? And you're either like, hell yeah, or you're like, nope, sorry. Um, Or people come in and they browse something they already collect, like broadly, like G.I. Joe or Transformer, this or that, and they sort of just know what they want in their collection and they pick something and buy it. So the experience in that was just like, you don't actually have to do any work because these people know what they want and they pick it up off the shelf and they hand it to you. So it's not like I had to hustle or upsell a toy. It's like somebody would come in and they're like, do you have spawn? And I'm like, there's the spawn. And they're like, cool. Thanks for the spawn figure. Or like, do you have cabbage patch dolls? And I'm like, unfortunately we do not. And they're like, okay, I'll check back later. Like it's, I don't know. The toys sold themselves. So it was pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, what are your favorite spots to buy toys? Um, Cherry Bomb Toys, where I used to work. That's a good spot. Um, there's a place called Curious Comics in town, which has, like, sort of your standard stock, like, Marvel Legends rack, as well as, like, the new NECA stuff. So they're a good spot. Um, yeah, I think that's, like, locally, that's sort of about it. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of like a multi, multi multi-layer question. And I'll explain why. So, like, yeah, definitely Cherry Bomb Toys. That's, like, I used to go to the island just to go to Cherry Bomb Toys, just to, like, go browse and pick up toys and, like, not even go with anything in mind. Just, like, what cool thing am I going to reclaim from my childhood? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's like, a good, like, solid place. Uh, another couple local shops, like, Toy Trader is fun just to kind of do a dig around. Um, A3U has cool robots and Transformers and stuff. Uh, I think I shop way too much at my own comic shop as well. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely, uh, at Metropolis Comics and Toys. Um, 
So that's a good, fun place to buy toys, especially when, like, there's ones that come in through trade that I didn't realize came in, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm I'm buying this. <laughs> um, but then also, one of my favorite places, spots, things to do is, I honestly love just going into, like, random old antique stores. Not, like, collectible stores, but, like... Old-ass, crusty-ass antique stores. Because they always and, have, like, random shit. <laughs> yeah, and you never know what you're going to find. Or, like, uh, old swap meets and things like that. I remember there was one swap meet that I... It was, like, the 21st century collectibles market or something. And it was, like, maybe 70% of the people there were selling old, like, dishes. Like, old china dishes and, like plates and things like that but then there is one lady by the end who just had a full fucking box of megazords <laughs> and she's like oh no 20 bucks i'm like yep <laughs> <laughs> that's great so completed a bunch of things with that and like yeah the exact same thing too people had a bunch of like random dishes and things one dude on his table he had three alternators transformers and a gray dmg brick game boy and I got everything, like, all those for, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, you, I'm like, okay, can I get the three robots and would you throw in the Game Boy? Because I don't know if the batteries work. He's like, yeah, okay, that's fine. Man, so, do you remember cool. the glory I, days when you could get a DMG or a Game Boy Color for, like, 15 bucks? 50? 15. Oh, dude, those, yeah, like. We didn't take advantage are... back then and we should have. No, we definitely should have. I should have taken advantage when I was in Japan. Mm. I should have just destroyed the super potato. Yeah, because they were like eight bucks. It was dirt cheap there. Everything was dirty, dirty cheap. And it was before the big like boom, boom happened where we were like, just like, oh shit, they're selling this stuff for cheap in Japan. We should buy it all now. Yeah. Uh, and then that kind of bit us in the ass afterwards. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I like hitting weird antique shops for toys because you never, I feel like those are the things that collectors look over. Yeah, totally. Uh, should so, yeah. we be worried about the Spice Girls going on tour? Jake the Snake continues. Probably not. Is that a thing? I didn't hear that. No, I'm down. Also, I think, uh, isn't, uh, Potch Spice not gonna be part of it? I don't know. Spice up your life, every boy and every girl. Um, yeah, why isn't yeah, zig, zig, at, uh... why, why isn't at Nikki Fung, Nicholas Fung banned from the Discord? Uh, I don't know. I, I like him. Um, he's a good He's boy. well behaved. Like um, but that being said, uh, I might ban him just for fucking fun to abuse my power. Uh, Hatchy Mackie, <laughs> Uncle Jason, Spice Girls, FMK. Oh my god, that is such a gross and awesome question um do you, do you want to go first tony um <laughs> my answer is all ginger for all three all ginger yeah oh <laughs> in any order um yeah. We always had a weird crush on, like, Baby Spice a bit. Hell yeah, dude. People don't... Not um, enough people are Baby Spice fans, so I feel like you need to give her your passion. 
I'd give I'd give her the the fuck first, then the Mary kill. I don't know. I don't I don't want to kill any of the Spice Girls. It's fucked up and dark. Yeah. The first two are fun. Um, and now Napton <laughs> hits us with a best deals for Toys for Black Friday. Oh, fuck. I can't even think about things being on sale. Uh, oh, yeah. Pretty sure maybe, Figma Tracer. Maybe you'll get Tracer. For 39 on Wednesday. Well, but I'm already Tracer. But I want to be Tracer. But I'm already Tracer. But I want to be Winston. I'm already Tracer. I want to be Winston. I'm already Tracer. I want to be wins. Uh, I fucking hate video game music. I hate TikTok. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's like there's a certain type of fucking video game music that is just pure cringe feel. Well, like I didn't know it existed till TikTok. I didn't know people made weird video game songs. I no, I knew that there was oh. the like Warcraft people from like early YouTube days, the Guild or whatever. Yeah. They did like. They would they would sing songs about the horde and the alliance, which was like fun for like one video, and then you never had to watch it again. But I didn't yeah. I didn't realize like people were making songs about Overwatch and like that one song where it's like I'm just leveling up, getting coins or whatever from TikTok, like yeah, shit like that, or like all those yeah. fucking seven year olds that do Minecraft songs. Okay, I'm kind of alright with like Minecraft parodies cuz did you see the Ocean Man one that Bearded posted the other No, day? I can't I can't do it. Okay. I can't do it. I can't do it, man. I just it like it hits that fucking fight or flight with me and I'm like and I can't put a fucking hole through my monitor. I was just going to say you just so start screaming I have to like run. a like a deaf guy and just punching like holes in all the drywall. Yeah, I can't I can't do it. It just I'm like it hurts me so much. Well, Zessie asks. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to, to rapid fire. <laughs> Best deals for Black Friday. Doesn't matter. Fucking video game music shit. Yeah, apparently. No, <laughs> Don't buy toys. No, do, you, do you have a Black Friday thing you're excited about? I, I personally oh, can't dude. think about online deals because I just spent all my money and then some. So. I murdered my wallet with Bluefin. Yeah. What would uh, you order? This two out of the three fucking killing me. Okay, two out of the three Sentinel Dino Getters. Ooh. Um, a Those are on like crazy sale, right? Those are like seventy percent off. They're even more if you're you have their direct distribution. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a couple other things. Some frame arm, not frame arm girls. Uh, Armor girl project stuff. A two Digimon D arts, uh, and then I bought three Soul of Chigokins. No, yeah, that's too many. No, it's not <laughs> one. One okay. One's Gao Gygar, the like crazy, super awesome, like King of Braves Gao Gygar, the fully transforming one. Um, the other one is the uh, God or not God Sigma, yeah God Sigma. One is God Sigma, and it's the new revamp version, the one where he like also fully transforms and has the three robots. That one's cool. Uh, and then the last one that I got, it's not actually Soul Chigokin. They didn't have this as an option, but it was the Super Robot Chigokin, and it's of Gunbuster, which yeah. is uh, not Hideaki Anno. That's that's the uh, that's the Gundam guy, but um. The director of Evangelion's first uh, series 
was from Gunbuster or Aim for the Top Gunbuster. So, and I really like the proportions on it. It is a bit smaller, um, but it doesn't transform or anything. But it's also like it's a lot more sleek, and the Gunbuster design was never meant to be a toy. So it had like cell frame animation magic for when it transformed. It was just like, yeah, this just fucking happens now. Uh, like where the, so I'm okay where the having... screen goes white and then it's just like transformed. No, it actually has a beautiful animated transforming sequence. Mm. But like it's so it's done in the way where it's like it looks plausible on screen. But then once you like try to get the two ships together, like, oh, yeah, no, that that wouldn't work mm. that way. Uh, but they did make a transforming one as well. But he's he's a bit squat and kind of meh. But I was like, yeah, no, fuck it. This is cool. And then, uh, yeah, a couple other random things. I feel like that that should be, like, an unboxing thing that I do when the, like, bluefin box comes with. I'm like, alright, what the fuck did I get again? Wait, hold on. I, I didn't have the best birthday ever, so I might have, like... Overspent? Kind of redirected that, like, sad dick energy. Hmm. <laughs> so, question about bluefin. Yeah. Do they have the Bandai, uh, Zero Two? They did not. Okay. I, s- I actually tried getting that for you as well. Oh, what? Thank you. But but she was completely sold out, unfortunately. I saw her at Frankenstein's. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Frankenstein's in, uh, in LA. And she was like 70 bucks US. And I'm like, nope, not the day before Decon. I'm not doing that. Yeah. 70 bucks US is pretty damn good, though. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad price. I just remember when figure arts would go on sale for like 18 bucks you know i've never remembered those days okay uh so (laughs) zessi hits us with a why did you live in australia for some time i'm not sure if this has been answered just curious uh i dropped out of university i moved to the city i got a job i grew to hate that job and then a friend of mine was like i'm going australia backpacking you coming with and i was like fuck yeah buddy And I quit that job, and I left for a year, and it was amazing. And then I came home and got rehired at the same place. Um, It was, and and then now I don't do that anymore. (laughs) That's like the the rapid fire answer. No, I I went backpacking. I had a lot of fun. I lived in a tent village uh, in Byron Bay in Australia, and I did acid like every two days um, for like a month. And it was fucking tight, guys. It was a good time cool (laughs) sorry that was a very much me question no that's totally fine i'm afraid of australia they've got like really scary spiders and snakes so sam the mop hits us with a do you plan on picking up any of the glios since when they get released online uh i don't know i feel like i'm more inclined to pick them up in person at a convention but yeah because with conversion and shipping and stuff it's just going to be too much um So I feel like the next time I get a chance to buy them in person, I will be inclined to do so. Uh, But you, my sweet friend Tony, you got one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You had a friend that was not me pick you up one at Decon. Yeah, yeah. One of my uh, my other friends uh, was down there, and he was like, if there's anything you want, let me know. And I was like, I don't know, dude. I already got one friend. I don't want to, like, abuse the privilege of, like having multiple but i'm like oh wait a minute actually if there's two people 
then that splits up. Yeah, the burden. The, instead of just being like, yo, Logan, get me these fucking all these things. Mm. Uh, I can be like, yo, can you get me like this? And then Johnny, can you get me this? And then that way it makes it a bit easier. And that actually worked out this time, too. Um, so he actually got me the blue Gliosynth, which is the one that I was feeling a bit more than the red one. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is weird because I've noticed that everyone loves the red one more than the blue one. Uh, but I just, I don't know, I remember seeing the designs of the blue one and just kind of falling in love with it. So I'm like, okay, if I'm getting one, I'm getting that one. Hell yeah. Um, so that's cool. I should be get having it in hand, um... In the next couple days. So that'll be fun. Uh, the... Was it the Glyo Ninja? The one that looks like Tekaman Blade. Yeah, the Glyo Ninja. Fuck. God, yes. The, I'm so feeling that. The promo pics didn't do much for me, but seeing it in person, it looks really good. Yeah? yeah. And they, they didn't have that there. It, it was... wasn't for sale, but they had, like, a display piece. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I feel like that is also the next, like, I need this. Yeah, I was actually kind of glad that... Because uh, I, I wanted the Punk Drunkers Aizu. Um, yeah. I was actually really glad they didn't have all three. Because I'm like, my... That would have been... I'm just doing a little bit of math. That's like... With conversion, that's like 350 Canadian dollars worth of fucking... Like... <laughs> Goli- or... Is it three fifty? No, it wouldn't be quite that much. It'd probably be about three hundred, and that's a lot for, for what three of them. Mm-hmm. Eighty bucks each US. Yeah, so it comes to like one ten, one twenty hmm. Canadian. So you have three. Yeah, three thirty to three sixty. Yeah, it's so I'm just very glad they weren't all there. Yeah. Um, when are you going to start making a Sofubi? What makes you think I haven't started already, Sam the Mop? <laughs> I was trying to do like a Vincent Price. He hasn't. Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I, I have sketches and I have drawings, but I have nothing solid. But uh, that is a goal of mine. So I guess hopefully in the next mm-hmm, year, but mm-hmm. I don't want to promise things that I can't deliver on. But that's also like the only thing I want to do with my time. So... That and make That's videos, fair. so. Oh, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. It's always a good one. Cool. And the final question. Alright, uh, Robbie asks, uh, I'm pretty sure this was answered, but what are Tony and Peppercino's day jobs? Uh, do you want me to tell what your job is, including with the address and what your social insurance number is? Yeah, I work in a restaurant. There you go. I work in a hospital. <laughs> yep we just love we it. just love helping people oh no my voice connection's gone weird there we go hey you're back yep. <laughs> uh yeah pretty pretty unexciting our toy lives are more exciting than our day jobs yeah it's true i yeah i i work in the healthcare sector uh it's good i like it uh, I work in the uh, service sector, the pub- public service. No, I work in the restaurant sector. I give people their food, and they give me money, and sometimes they tip me. And when they do, I spend those tips on toys. That's a good. That's a good, good use of. Tips. And then I think Quick sums it all up quite quite nicely when he says, "Because Australia is just a great country." You fucking know it. Oh man. yeah, that's true. I can't be afraid of Australia because Quick is there, and Quick is the best boy. 
Well, I I really hope we... This is the longest cast ever. Welcome to the hour and a half cast. Um, Welcome to the long cast. The long cast. Yeah, I hope um, some of my designer con experience came across. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed hearing me talk about it. Uh, obviously, that isn't all I got as a haul. I didn't, I didn't detail every specific item because I will be doing that tonight on a live stream. Uh, or if you're listening to this later, you already missed it, but you could go back, back and watch the replay uh yeah i will be live streaming uh thursday 10 o'clock pacific standard time uh november 22nd and doing a designer con hall stream where i show you guys each and every piece that i brought back some of them not from designer con um mostly everything else is from designer con though so i'll be talking about toys and i'll be answering your questions and you can quiz me on any and every aspect of designer con because i definitely couldn't cover everything but we got the main point across uh gary baseman was sad um people smoking outside were fucking assholes and uh chevy metal apparently can't pull a crowd <laughs> that all sounds. Those are all bad things. No, let me. Yeah, decon sucks. Let dude. me. Let me. Let me do the 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 good version. The good version of the list. Uh, designer con. Uh, I mean, we covered all the base points. Uh, some kid wanted me to sign his notebook, which was cool. Uh, Matt Dowdy recognized me, and uh, I ate Mexican food with Nikki Fung. <laughs> nice. That's super awesome, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. Although some kid doesn't sound like I'm doing that kid a service. He was a dope kid. He wasn't just some kid. I can't remember his name and it's going to bother me all night. Join our Discord, some kid. <laughs> then you'll just be one of our pals now. Yeah, just, just That's how it works. join the community. It's easy to do. It's a click yeah. away and all you have to do is be nice and not railroad conversations into only talking about yourself. And then people will genuinely like talking to you. It's true. Is there uh, anything you want to say to the people, Tony, before we get out of here? Yeah, if you like this episode, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on other platforms <laughs> uh, like Stitcher and um, Last FM. Anywhere podcasts are Served. downloaded freely. Um, if you think that you have someone that you love that would love us you know just don't come say hi i'm getting progressively worse at these outros join our discord and remember folks a boba fett for a greedo is a notoriously bad trade we'll see you next time see ya fun fact the ashtray is over there <laughs> fuck you man <laughs>